0: You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, welcome to Luke's English Podcast. I hope that you're well as you listen to this. I've just had my breakfast, uh, which was very nice. I had um, toast and coffee and a banana and some juice. Lovely, nice way to start the day. Uh, Today is Thursday the 8th of January 2015, and this episode really is, is just a, a kind of quick hello. I say quick hello, who knows how long it'll last. It could end up being about half an hour. Uh, but anyway, um, it's a sort of fairly unplanned episode. Um, I decided that I would uh, record this this morning just to respond to what happened in Paris yesterday and also to give you some other news and talk to you a little bit about some other stuff and maybe to um, respond to some messages which I've uh, been sent Um, uh, through my email account, uh, which is uh, podcastreply at gmail.com. Okay, so first of all, you may have seen in the news um, that yesterday uh, there was a a very violent uh, attack in Paris. Um, Gunmen um, attacked the offices of a satirical magazine called Charlie Hebdo, um, and they shot 12 people um, including four of the magazine's cartoonists and its editor, um, as well as two police officers. So apparently these are um, Islamic militants, extremists, who um, decided to attack the magazine. They arrived um, in a car and they they were uh, dressed in balaclavas and bulletproof vests. A balaclava is a sort of, it's a bit like a hat and a scarf. You put it over your head it covers your head, but it leaves some space for your face. It's a it's a way to keep warm, but it can be used to mask your identity. So they came with uh, balaclavas and bulletproof vests and AK forty seven machine guns, assault rifles, um, and um, and shot twelve people. Um, well, killed twelve people. Um, and um, it's this is the deadliest attack in France since nineteen sixty one um w- during the war in Algeria, um, but this is, this is a very big deal in, in France. I know that in, in other parts of the world there are violent attacks like this all the time. Uh, but it's fairly shocking for France because it considers itself to be a very um, democratic country, a kind of free country with these principles of uh, liberty, e- equality, Uh, and brotherhood and all this sort of thing. So um, this kind of uh, terrorist attack, which is really a response to um, the publications of the magazine, Uh, the magazine is known for being quite um, controversial and provocative. And over the last few years, they've Posted various pictures on the fronts of on the fronts of their their magazines, and they've posted images on on the internet and so on. Um, cartoons making fun and rig- ridiculing certain extremist, um, like militant uh, Muslims, um, and even in two thousand and eleven, they they actually um, published a, a cartoon of the Prophet Muhammad, uh, which of course is considered to be. Um, Uh, like a huge, I don't know what to call it really, a huge crime, a huge um, contravention of um, Sharia law, I suppose. Um, Now, I know for a fact that most Muslims, you know, the majority of Muslims in the world are, you know, very peaceful and they're also deeply shocked by what happened yesterday. Um, And this really is the action of um, extremists who have a violent agenda it's certainly not representative of the entire uh, religion, and in fact, many people are, are saying that this is not really a religious thing. That this is the act of individuals who are, you know, who who are extreme, who've who've gone too far to the point where they are, um, you know, sociopathic, and they don't actually follow the proper teachings of the religion anymore. Um, certainly, it's 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 just horrific. The idea that um, um in in a country that values free speech uh, that um uh, people can actually be shot dead um it's it's uh, it's extremely shocking i find it to be uh, i find it upsetting and and it makes me angry uh, the idea that um some people out there believe that they can um bully the rest of the world and that if the rest of the world doesn't follow their Extreme ideas that they have a right to then murder people and um, threaten everyone with violence if they don't believe in their ideas. Um, it doesn't. It's ridiculous, of course. I mean, what kind of ideology is that? Either you follow our our religion or you die. I mean, oh great! I'm, I'm glad we've got a choice. You know, um, and uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it. I find it upsetting. I shouldn't go into it too much. Uh, But I wanted to mention it. Uh, um, It happened in a totally different part of town to where I live. So it, it didn't impact on me at all. I'm completely safe, of course. I've had a couple of messages from people wondering if I'm okay and if my girlfriend's okay. We're both absolutely fine. Um, but still the, the, the whole country really is mourning the deaths of these 12, um, these 12 people. I feel a little touched by it as well, because, uh, some of the people killed were basically sort of comedians, you know, they, they were cartoonists, but essentially they were, uh, comedians. And, um, I don't think it's okay to, um, if you're offended by something to then, uh, put people to death as a result. I think that, Um, being offended is, 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 um, just something you have to put up with. Um, you know, I think people should be allowed to express their ideas and being offended is just something that happens in the world. Um, you don't get to dictate what people can and can't do and what people can and can't say. I think that I'm sure, I'm sure that everyone listening to this agrees with me. Um, anyway, I just wanted to mention how, uh, how shocking and, um, upsetting the events are. Um, lots of people gathered together in the Place de la République, which is a large public square in Paris, last night to basically show their support and to protest against what happened. And everywhere uh, there are stickers and banners uh, which say Je suis Charlie, which um, means I am Charlie. And it's just a sort of statement of support uh, for the magazine charlie um head hebdo um i am charlie and that that's basically a way of just sort of showing your support for for what happened and the and the people who died and the people at the magazine and it's a way of showing that you support free speech and that um the uh terrorists uh, are not winning um and uh so if you see je suis charlie if you see that banner that's what it means OK, uh, obviously, you know, the president has made a statement. President Francois Hollande has made a statement and uh, President Barack Obama. Everyone's been making statements and stuff. Um, but there you go. All right. Uh, I wonder how the the story's been dealt with in your country. Um, obviously, I have people listening to this from around the world and we get different kinds of news. the The stories are dealt with in slightly different ways in different places. So if you've got, you know, a a certain take on it, then do leave a comment under this episode. I'd be very interested to uh, read what you have to say. Um, I think that, um, I think the police have have got the names of the people who did it. Apparently it was three guys who um, who actually did this act. Um, And I think the police have already arrested, um, let's see, I'm on the BBC's website, uh, this story from... The eighth of January. That's today. Uh, at ten past ten this morning. Charlie Hebdo massacre. New police killing rocks Paris. Okay, fine. Uh, a gunman has killed a policewoman in Paris. Oh yes, this is another another killing. This happened today. I didn't know about this. A gunman has killed a policewoman in Paris. A day after suspected Islamist. Islamists killed 12 people at the, the office of a satirical magazine. Oh my god, this happened an hour ago. A second person was seriously injured in the attack uh, in the southern suburb of Montrouge after the gunman fled. It's unclear of the incident. It is unclear if the incident is related to the H- Charlie Hebdo massacre which traumatized France. Police made seven arrests overnight as they hunted for two named suspects. Arrest warrants were issued for Cherif and Saïd Kouachi, said to be armed and dangerous. A third suspect has surrendered. France has declared national mourning for the victims of the Charlie Hebdo attack. A minute's silence will be observed uh, at midday, that's 11 o'clock GMT, 12 o'clock Paris time, across the country. And the bells of uh, Notre Dame Cathedral in the capital will toll gosh, so someone else has been shot today. Maybe this is one of the suspects escaping from the police um, who who shot someone. So this is another death. This is, um, this is terrible. Um, so yes, the police have arrested one person and they are um, chasing the other two. What a dramatic incident. I think that's all I have to say on it. But um, I'll be watching the news to see what Else happens. I I certainly hope that they catch the the perpetrators of this terrible brutal crime, and that they're put to justice. Um, I know that this sort of thing happens all over the world, but when it happens a little bit closer to home, it's um, you know it just sort of has an impact on you, doesn't it? I remember in um, 2005 there were terror attacks by Al Qaeda on the London Underground, and I was working and living in London at the time. Um, and, uh, I remember when that happened and the, basically the whole city just, uh, froze and went home. Everyone just walked home. The, the trains weren't running, the buses weren't working. So everyone had to walk home and it was like a big exodus from the center of town. Um, and I just went home and I sat and watched all of the news unfolding on the, on the TV. Um, and uh, basically, a number of trains and a bus were targeted by Al Qaeda terrorists in 2005 in London. And um, they blew up bombs and people died, and it was very tragic and so on. But the city, um, the people of the city kind of got together and, and remained strong, and um, it sort of brought everyone together in a way. So the terrorists, you know, it doesn't work. Okay, it just makes people stronger. Um, the, the worrying thing, of course, is that. Uh, this kind of action will activate the right-wing, the sort of uh, nationalist and right-wing, um, sort of almost fascist elements of the of politics in Europe, use this sort of thing to push their agenda. That's That's another worrying aspect of this. There are certain sort of right-wing politicians in France and in England who no doubt will be using this as fuel for their agenda. And that's disappointing too, that this is going to be hijacked by um, another form of extremism—right-wing nationalist extremists—and political parties will be banging on about this kind of thing and using it as an excuse to justify um, their radical um, ideas, like the idea that um, all non—you know—all foreign-born people should be ejected from the country and that kind of ridiculous thing. Anyway, it's a pretty dark day that I expect uh, the mood in the city today will be pretty um, pretty low. Um, and I just hope that nothing, no other uh, cases of violence uh, occur um, as part of this story. And I hope that the, the killers get put to justice properly. Um, in other parts of the world, as I s- just said before, this kind of thing happens all the time. That is equally as tragic. And um, if you're in a place where you um face the threat of violence or a a place where violence is a almost an everyday uh occurrence then you have my sympathy too and you know what i think i think that all this kind of thing is just completely crazy and ridiculous and 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 insane and i know that there are reasons behind it there are ideologies that have pushed people to do things like this but at the end of the day um um uh, violence and um threats of violence and intimidation and bullying are not acceptable and it's it's not on it's not fair and um, this kind of thing can't be allowed and that's it all right so that's my that's just what I wanted to say about the um, the violence that happened here uh, yesterday but it's not all bad news it's not all moodiness and uh, and depression and and violence and so on and so on no It's not. In fact, I've got some other news which I'd like to share with you on Luke's English podcast uh, right now. Okay. All right. Good. So welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to normal life again. Uh, We move on. We carry on. Okay. Um, Now then, um, I hope you had a nice Christmas. I hope you had a good uh, new year if you celebrate those things. Um, I hope that you you know enjoyed yourselves and all that sort of thing. I went back home to my parents uh, in the midlands as I said and we had a very nice time um, and um, uh, let's see one of the best gifts that I had was from my brother and he bought me a mug you know a mug for drinking tea or coffee but it wasn't any ordinary mug no he'd gone to the uh, trouble of um, producing a mug which had the Luke's English podcast logo printed on it. So I've got my own Luke's English podcast mug, which I can use to drink my tea and coffee every day. And it's brilliant. I absolutely love it. It's a really nice, um, you know, white uh, coffee mug uh, with a beautiful Luke's English podcast logo printed on it. And it's just a great way to enjoy a lovely cup of tea in the morning. Um, And I posted a picture of this mug on Facebook, on my Facebook page, Luke's English Podcast on Facebook. I posted a picture there thinking, I wonder what my listeners will think of this. They'll probably think it's quite cool. They might like it. Uh, What actually happened was after I posted it, it got (laughs) an unprecedented number of uh, likes and comments and things. It became incredibly popular on Facebook. Normally when I post stuff, I get, you know, quite a lot of likes and comments and uh, other, other things like that. This one um, is maybe the most popular thing I've posted, well, for a very long time. Um, let's see how many people liked it. Um, um, I'm trying to find out. Um, uh, something like 400 people liked it. Um, and I got 51 comments, which is not bad. I mean, you know, some there are some websites out there, obviously, that get way more than that. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, it was a quite a popular picture, and lots of people were writing, "Oh, when can I buy one? I really want to buy one." Um, and so, right, I thought, okay, it's time to try and launch a series, a set of merchandise for Luke's English podcast. So I immediately, with my brother's help, I went online. I started searching for ways that I could um, bring a Luke's English podcast mug or a Luke's English podcast T-shirt to my audience, okay? And there are a number of ways that I could do it. Let me talk you through what I've decided to do, okay? Um, Now, obviously, I want to try and keep the prices um, reasonable for for various reasons. One of those reasons is I want lots of people to have a Luke's English podcast mug. The other reason is that I know in many countries, um, because of um, exchange rates and so on, uh, you know, for example the pound is very strong compared to other currencies and so uh, it could end up being rather expensive so i wanted to try and keep the price down i want to keep it reasonable but at the same time i want to actually be able to uh, ship uh, these these objects around the world so there's two options ahead of me one option is that i have a bunch of uh, mugs and t-shirts and things produced uh, somewhere and they and I buy it all in bulk, and they send it all to me, and then my flat is full of merchandise and then people make their orders from me directly, and I package them up myself individually. I take them to the post office I have them sent um, to different places, and I have to arrange all the postage and packing I have to buy all of the um, the, the polystyrene things to prevent the mugs from breaking. I have to do all the packing myself. I've got to find places to store all of the the, the merchandise. And I've got to arrange uh, for the payments to be made as well. Um, And that is a very complicated process, isn't it, as you can imagine? And um, the other option is that I go with a company online, and there are a few of these companies, and they handle everything. They get all of the merchandise produced. They handle the payment of it. They do the printing. They do the sending. They deal with any any returns and things like that. They handle all of it. But what they expect is to get a large part of the, the, the profit that is made. They expect to get 80% of the money that um, comes from the price of, of the, the item. Okay? Now, um, basically, I can't do the first option. can't do it because... Well, it's obvious, isn't it? Um, I don't have enough time and I don't have enough space and I don't have the resources to start running a merchandising business from from my own apartment. Can't do it. You know well, you know why. It's because I've got, you know, my jobs and I've got my podcast and I've got other stuff going on. I can't start devoting all my time to packing, uh, labeling uh, and going to the post office and all that stuff. I can't do it. So basically, I've got no choice. I have to go with some kind of producer online who um, who will do all of that stuff for me and send all the stuff to you on my behalf. And I'll get like a small portion of the money that is made from, from the sales of these things. Um, so that's what I'm going to do, okay? Now, the result is that I can't really control the prices very much. So... Um, You might find that some of the prices are a little bit high, and I do apologise for that. Um, I know how important it is to keep the prices low, but, you know, what can I do when I I want to um, make these things available? Um, So, to an extent, my hands are tied. Uh, But anyway, I have put together an online store um, for uh, merchandise uh, for Luke's English podcast. And what I'm going with at the moment is a mug, a Luke's English Podcast mug, um, a Luke's English Podcast journal, which is a sort of like um, uh, a notebook, notepad sort of thing, which you can, you can use to keep notes and write vocabulary in it and and write anything else you want in it. It's a, a nice ring-bound notepad with a Luke's English Podcast logo on the front. There's a, a ladies' t-shirt. There's a men, men's t-shirt just a simple white t-shirt with Luke's English Podcast written on the front. There's even a tote bag, you know, like a fabric bag that you can carry over your shoulder and it's got a Luke's English Podcast logo on it. You can put your shopping in it or carry a dictionary in it or whatever you want to carry. Uh, And there's a Luke's English Podcast sticker, which is simply um, a sticker of the Luke's English Podcast logo and you can stick it anywhere you want, okay? Um, So I am going to Put a link to this shop on my website. So if you go to teacherluke.co.uk, you should find in the menu a button that says shop. Okay, and if you click on that, you will uh, be able to follow a link which will take you to the online shop, and you can have a look at some of the merchandise. Um, and uh, I hope you, I hope you um, don't mind the price too much. I've as I said, I've tried to keep it reasonable. Um, we'll see now. Um, this is not necessarily a permanent thing. I might not, you know, uh, keep the shop open forever. I might just see what the response is. If I get lots of comments from listeners going, this is ridiculous. Your stuff is far too expensive. I'm going to let you go to the shop to see what the prices are. Um, you might think this is ridiculous. All this stuff is far too expensive. I'm from, you know, I'm from Bangladesh. I can't afford that or something like that. Um, if if that's the overwhelming response, then I'm you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do, but I I might try and find another approach, but I don't know what that would be. I might even just close the shop. Who knows? So it could be for a limited time only, ladies and gentlemen, for a limited time only. If you want to get your mug, uh, if you want to get your notepad, your t-shirt, your tote bag or your sticker, you can just go to teacherluke.co.uk and click on the button that says shop and you can buy the stuff then now it's available now, but for possibly for a limited time only. Um, all right now I'm this is a little bit of a risk because I haven't actually um, I haven't checked the, the merchandise myself yet. I have ordered some stuff, but it hasn't arrived yet. So you know, who knows if I receive some of the merchandise and I think actually this is crap, this stuff. <laughs> you can tell you can tell i 'm not a good salesman i 'm really not designed to be a, a salesman at all uh, as i 've mentioned in previous episodes i haven 't even seen the merchandise, but I trust that it 's pretty good. I think the t shirts pr- will be pretty good quality. The mug will make your tea taste even better than normal. Any notes that you write in a luke 's English podcast notebook you will remember for the en- for the rest of your life um, if you wear a Luke's English Podcast t-shirt when you're studying English, statistics haven't proven that you will remember up to 80% more effectively. Um, anything carried in a Luke's English Podcast tote bag uh, will bring you good luck. That's, that hasn't been um, confirmed by a magician, but uh, I'm going to say it anyway. Stick an LEP logo sticker on, um, on your uh, pencil case. And any pens that you use to write with in the future will make your English up to 75% more correct. These these are all just made-up statistics uh, in a vain attempt to try and sell my products to you. But anyway, okay, I think you get the message. Teacherluke.co.uk. Click on shop and you'll be taken to the Luke's English Podcast shop where you can have a look at some of the products that are available to you. And if you fancy it, you can buy them. Just click on uh, the product that you like. You can add it to your shopping basket, your shopping cart, um, and, you know, just enter the details. You can pay online, you can pay with PayPal if you prefer, and uh, you will be sent some of your uh, branded merchandise so you can listen to Luke's English Podcast in style. Okay? All right, then. So that's the end of that little uh, advertisement, as it were, for Luke's English Podcast merchandise. Um and uh, I hope that you buy some. I really do. And I hope that uh, I hope you enjoy uh, using it as well. Um, now, what else? What else? What else? Uh, so that's, that's the, the merchandise. Uh, what else? Okay. So recent episodes of the podcast. Uh, the last episode uh, was uh, called Marooned With My Music, in which I interviewed my dad, uh, Rick Thompson. Uh, there are two more of those coming up. Uh, there's Marooned With My Music With My Mum, and there's Marooned With My Music With My Brother as well. Um, so I hope that you're enjoying the Marooned With My Music series, um, and you can, enjoy, you can expect to enjoy uh, two more episodes in that series coming very, very soon to a computer near you. Okay, now what about messages from my listeners? Um, actually, right, let's just have a quick look here. Okay, so I've just got a few messages that uh, arrived in my inbox, which I'm just going to respond to. I, can't res- I said recently I can't respond to all messages, but here's a little selection. In fact, this, this one's from December 2013, so this is from over a year ago, and it's from Isol Alieva, and it goes like this. Hi, great teacher Luke. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. I don't know where to begin. I just decided to write to you and share my opinion about your podcasts. First, let me introduce myself. My name is Aisle. Asil, uh, sorry. It's pronunciation because most of my foreign friends can't pronounce it correctly. Okay, Asil. I'm 23 and I live in Baku, Azerbaijan. My major is English and I work as a translator. I'm preparing for IELTS and was looking for an effective and quality podcast. I was so depressed because there was because there were uh, a few British English podcasts. You I mean, there weren't many. There weren't many British English podcasts. When I came across your podcasts, I just thought, oh no, these these ones are so long. But when I tried, I really liked them. Since then, I've been a regular listener of your podcasts. You're so helpful. And like any listener of your podcasts, I also appreciate your work. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks a lot for everything. Bye. Well, thanks for your message, Aisle. Um... And uh, yes, I think that's quite a common um, uh, sort of reaction. Oh, God, these podcasts are long. Yes, they are long. Usually they're about an hour long. This one is supposed to be a quick hello. I think I'm calling it Quick Hello 4. I haven't decided what I'm going to call this episode yet. I may call it Quick Hello 4 because I used to do a series of Quick Hello's before. In fact, Quick Hello 3 was published in June 2009. So anyway, this is supposed to be a quick hello, but already we're nearly at 30 minutes. Um, So that's quite a common response. Oh my God, these episodes are a bit long. Yes, they are long, uh, but uh, I think it's a good idea for you to listen a lot. That's why my episodes are long. Plus, I can't um, always achieve what I want to achieve in a short period of time. If I did 10, 15-minute episodes, then um, I I wouldn't really get anywhere, um, and I wouldn't be able to Um, like, relax in the way that I do in these episodes. So, sorry, the episodes are long, but there's a certain way in which you should listen to these. You don't have to listen to it all in one go. You don't have to listen to it sitting at a computer. You can stick it on your phone or whatever, in your headphones, and then you can listen to it while you're traveling on on your way to work or doing something else. Uh, There are many different ways of listening. Uh, Thanks for your message, Aisle, and sorry it took me so long to get back to you. Um, This one is from someone called A Loyal Listener. Oh, this is, uh, this is Miriam. Uh, okay. Um, all right. Dear Luke, I've not listened to all your podcasts yet. However, my favourites at the moment are, number one, Wikipedia. That was an interview with my dad. Number two, setting the world to rights. That was a chat with a friend of mine in the pub where we talked about lots of big, serious topics. Number three, Scotland and the Scottish accent. Oh, yeah, that was an interview with uh, a Scottish colleague of mine. And that was from uh, Miriam in December 2013. Um, let's see. Who's this one from? Let's have a look. This is from Alex. And it goes, um, Hi, Luke. Uh, Hi, Alex. I've listened to your podcast number 49 stand up comedy. It's excellent. The performance of the podcast is very, very good and interesting. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. That's what Alex says. This girl has a nice voice and perfect pronunciation. Ah, Now, here Alex is talking about the girl who was the guest presenter on that episode, and that was my friend Claudia. Uh, I used to work with Claudia, and she's a good friend of mine. And I agree with you, Alex. She does have a nice voice, and she does have perfect pronunciation. And she's lovely, and I'm very glad to have had her on the podcast. Um, He says, that would be good if you worked together with this girl again. Why don't you speak to her? Why don't you speak with her in a duet? What would you say, Luke? Well, I'd like to do that, Alex. In fact, I had Claudia on the podcast again several times. And uh, she was always a nice presence uh, on, on Luke's English Podcast. But these days, I live um, a little bit far away from her. She still lives in London, but I'm living in France now. So I don't get to see her as often as I used to. So I can't really have her on the podcast regularly like that anymore. But I'm glad that you liked listening to her voice, Alex. Um, now, this one um, is from someone called Steg from China. And Steg is talking about the IELTS test. So let's have a little uh, read of what Steg said. He said, Hi, Luke, my name's Steg. I come from China and I'm going to study in university in Queensland in Australia for a master's degree. So I just want to share some of my experience of passing the IELTS test and how to improve non-native speakers English proficiency effectively. I hope my email can be broadcasted in the podcast. Thanks a lot. Well, Steg, it's being broadcast right now. First of all, I think writing is the most difficult part uh, because of the lack of cultural background for foreign people. It means that English learners have to give priority to some cultural backgrounds and and to become familiar with the native speaker's thought. I mean, we have no choice but to understand how foreign people solve some basic social issues, such as how to shake off poverty and how to provoke people's well-being. These uh, issues are basic Topics in the IELTS test. When we, um, uh, let's see, um, the best way for this task is that we need to remember a large number of verbs and nouns simply because we have a totally different culture towards Western countries. For example, when I say the economic slowdown poses a threat to economic growth, I would probably say something makes a threat to something, not to say create a threat. Because in my culture, we use, a, we, we, we use make a threat to express this meaning. So it's clear that we really need to remember loads of verbs and nouns at the same time. So pe- please bear this in mind. Um, yeah, so Steak there is talking about the fact that we've got to be careful to be aware of certain collocations in English. For example, we say make a, uh, we say make, uh, a threat. No, no, no. We say pose a threat, not make a threat, for example. Um, Okay, for the speaking part, we really need to remember some idioms. Um, After that, we can express our ideas clearly in English. Uh, For example, I think this is a really good way to pass the IELTS for the speaking part. You can also learn from episode 242. I listen to this episode again and again until I can use all of these idioms in the appropriate way. Okay, so this is my experience about passing IELTS effectively. I just try my best to avoid typo problems. If I make some mistakes, please correct me and understand me. Thanks a lot. Uh, Oh, one last thing. I think this is a really good way to communicate with your audience, but I believe that sharing voice messages to all listeners is a much better way to let all listeners participate in the podcast, like the YEP uh, competition programmes. I hope that more people will know Luke's English podcast. Cheers. Thanks, Steg. Thanks for your message uh, from China. It's nice to have listeners in China. Um, And uh, so Steg there is giving some tips for the IELTS test. Now, this is a very common uh, subject. I often get asked questions about uh, the IELTS exam and if I can give people some advice on it and so on. Um, Well, um, that would require some consideration, and it's something I've been thinking about. Uh, I must just uh, put some of my know-how about taking the IELTS test into an episode. Um, I'm not going to do that right here and now. I'd need to sit down and prepare myself and go through each part of the test and think of all the bits of advice and so on that I have. Um, Now, that's quite valuable knowledge. I'm not sure um, if I want to just part with it freely at this point, Uh, but I understand how important IELTS is to be honest, it's a very big subject, and there, there are lots of things to say about the exam. There are so many parts to it and so many different aspects of it, um, but perhaps uh, I will do an episode about IELTS tips and tricks uh, to give you some useful advice. Um, so that was Steg from China, uh, and this one is from uh, Gabriella. From Brazil. Now, we know Gabriela because she featured in the um, Your English Podcast competition. She's from Brazil and she's 13. And um, Gabriela is a a lovely girl and uh, she speaks with a lovely accent and her English is very good for someone of 13 years old. And she's written to me um, this, Dear Luke, while I hear some of your podcasts, I wonder, how can you cope with being so popular and still being that normal, down-to-earth, humble bloke you are. Because, uh, because you, for most of your listeners, are some kind, you are some kind of celebrity, while at the same time we notice that you're just a nice modern dude. Very, very different from average Hollywood celebrities, except Johnny Depp. Uh, so my question for you is, do you consider yourself, or are you sometimes, a very smug person? <laughs> Cheers from Gabriella 13 in Brazil. Well, um thanks for that Gabriella. I think you're basically asking me how do I manage to how do I manage to deal with the fame of being Luke from Luke's English podcast. Well, Gabriella, it's not really it's not very difficult. It's really not very difficult because um I suppose, you know, you can't compare me to Hollywood celebrities and people who are famous all over the world. You can't. I mean, I have some level some level of Uh, fame or notoriety or something with the people who listen to my podcast. But really, that's just a drop in the ocean compared to the levels of fame of of some celebrities who everyone knows. Um, I'm very flattered by what you say, that um, I'm some kind of celebrity. I don't agree. I don't think I am. In fact, for example, walking around in Paris or walking around in London, uh, no one knows who I am. Um, And I never get Sort of recognised or anything like that. It's only happened a couple of times. A couple of students who came to my school uh, in the past have realised who I am, and they've gone, "Oh, you're Luke from Luke's English Podcast." And I've gone, "Yeah, I am." And that's it, really. I one once um, a-, a-, a guy uh, wanted to take a photo with me because he realised who I was, and he was trying to get his phone out of his pocket. And I realised, I noticed as he was trying to open the camera on his phone that his hands were shaking. I was thinking, oh my God, he's like really nervous to meet Luke from Luke's English Podcast. So that was kind of um, a surprise. And another time I was in a pub talking and someone came up to me and said, excuse me, are you Luke? And I was like, yeah, I am. And he said, oh yeah, I recognize you from, I recognize your voice. It's just a guy in a pub who recognized my voice. But it's very, very rare. Certainly not in Paris. It seems that uh, the people of Paris don't care about Luke's English Podcast. Um, I don't get many... I hardly ever get anyone telling me that they've listened to the podcast Um, So really it's only online that I get any sense of um, My notoriety or any level of celebrity that I have. It's only online For example when I go onto the facebook page and I see that people have liked some something i've written Or when I go onto my website and have a look at the number of people who visited the page And of course all of the lovely comments that I get on my website But it's really only in that area that I get any idea, any sense that I'm famous. In the rest of my normal life, it's just normal everyday life. Just going to work and, you know, working hard and queuing up to buy bread from the boulangerie. And, you know, just the usual stuff being, you know, having to deal with waiters and just normal life, really, Gabriella. So um, I, I don't think I'm a smug person. I don't think I'm famous, really, and so it's no problem. I don't have no problem dealing with any level of celebrity. There's no chance of it going to my head because there's nothing. There's nothing really to get arrogant about, uh, not yet, at any rate. And anyway, in the future, if I did get some fame, I don't think I'd let it go to my head. I mean, I say that now. Maybe in five to ten years, when I've become a huge global celebrity because of Luke's English podcast, you know, and I'll I'll be, you know, walking around, going to parties with Kanye West, and um, kind of coming out of nightclubs at three o'clock in the morning, out of my head on various drugs and alcohol, and, you know, fighting with paparazzi and stuff, and acting like an absolutely arrogant uh, dick. Then maybe, but at this stage, I don't think that, uh, I don't get any, I don't think there's any reason why I should act any differently. So it's really not any surprise that I'm still a normal down-to-earth humble bloke because my life is still normal down-to-earth and humble. Okay. All right. That's it then. Um, all right. I think that's the end of this episode. Uh, it started in a fairly somber way, didn't it? With the stuff about the Charlie, uh, Hebdo attacks. Um, And then I tried to tell you about the merchandise that I've released, which you can now purchase by going to teacherluke.co.uk and clicking on the word shop in the menu. And then um, I read out some messages from my listeners, just a few messages. There are obviously way more. And uh, what I started to do is actually collect a bunch of messages from my inbox and post them onto my page so I could read them out. But it just. um, there were just too many. So I just responded to a few. But let me just say again that I do like getting your messages. I really do. And I'm very sorry that I don't get a chance to respond to all of them. Um, anyway. Um, thank you very much for writing to me. If you have done, I appreciate it very much. Um, and um, you know, sorry if I haven't been able to answer all of your requests. Sometimes people ask me to explain things to them or to uh, do do things for them. I, unfortunately, I'm not like a, a sort of uh, correction service, and I'm not uh, I'm not your online teacher for free. Uh, I can't always answer every language question you have. Sometimes I do, but I can't always do that. Basically, I'm just the guy who produces episodes of Luke's English podcast, and I put a lot of time and energy into these audio downloads, and that's what I do, okay? Um, I do obviously teach English, but I do that in my classes and so on. I can't necessarily answer every uh, question or query or, or whatever um, in, in my email inbox or on Facebook. I'm sure you understand that. Right, that's the end of this. I'm just having a look on the Facebook page. And just this morning, I I posted something that said there are various ways. I I posted something about the um, terrorist attacks that happened in Paris yesterday. And this is what I wrote. And it seems that more and more people are commenting on it, which is quite interesting. And I, I wrote, there are various ways of responding to a joke that you don't find funny. Shooting a group of people is not one of those ways. Paris is mourning the, those artists, journalists and comedians who were killed at Charlie Hebdo yesterday. Uh, the first response was from um, Anna Kazan who uh, posted the Je suis Charlie um, image there showing her support. Um, uh, Lee Thurong-Kiet, whose name I can't pronounce, said thanks for your podcasts, Luke. Um, Molly Tai, who's a regular commenter, Said my heavy heart goes to the victims who were taken by injustice. Abres Lorac said, "Why does that sort of thing happen?" I responded by saying, "Because some extremists believe it's okay to threaten the world with violence if we openly criticize or ridicule their ideas, and not just threaten, as we saw yesterday." Zdenek Lucas uh, joined the debate here by saying that these were deplorable acts against humanity, religious fanat- fanaticism poses a massive threat to all of us. No religion should be the highest instance in our lives other than Luke's English podcast. Well, I, very, I appreciate that very much. Um, I think it's certainly the fanaticism. It's the extreme end of religion, isn't it? It's not just religion. It's 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 something more than that. It's extreme sort of perversion of, of religion, I think. Um, uh, Meh Raoul said, also you should consider a joke's outcome before expressing it. And I responded by saying, certainly, but murder should never be one of those outcomes, right? Meaning that, um, yes, we should be careful of what the outcome of a joke will be, but we should never really expect that we can, that, that murder can be one of those outcomes. I don't think murder can ever be a reasonable response to a joke. I think people just need to accept that sometimes they will be offended. Okay? And that's it. That's where it stops. Stenek... Uh, Responded to this particular thread by saying i'm glad that the inquisition no longer exists that's the 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 sort of um The the spanish inquisition Which you may not have expected anyway Um i'm glad the inquisition no longer exists if it did i'm afraid brilliant stand-ups like ricky gervais who openly poked fun at christianity Would have long been dead That's a mixed conditional attempt I just hope Luke, as well as other comedians and artists, won't have to die because of their jokes. Um, uh, Abres Lorac says, political correctness and multiculturalism. I believe it will happen more often in the future. Okay. Um, And, uh, okay, I think that's it, really, isn't it? Yeah. Slightly downbeat ending. But the good news is you can now buy yourself a Luke's English Podcast mug. Are you interested in drinking tea from a branded Luke's English Podcast cup? Then why not visit TeacherLuke.co.uk? Simply click the shop button and you'll be able to purchase a range of products that will suit your lifestyle. Uh, Do you like to write things down in a notebook? Are you recording vocabulary so that you can remember it later? Why not use a Luke's English Podcast notebook? They're available now at TeacherLuke.co.uk. Do you feel cold? Do you like to wear wear? cottonware? Would you like to wear a t-shirt with a Luke's English Podcast logo on it? Statistics have shown, made-up statistics have shown, that wearing a Luke's English Podcast t-shirt while studying can help to improve your memory by up to 67%. Uh, All statistics have been made up for the purposes of this advertisement. So why not go to teacherluke.co.uk and buy your new Luke's English Podcast t-shirt today? All right, that's the end of this little bit of um, this weird combination of sort of um, dark, somber news reporting and uh, advertising for for Luke's English podcast merchandise. It's a weird combination, but that's just the way that we do things here at Luke's English podcast. Thanks for listening to the episode. Uh, Soon you'll be able to listen to Marooned with my music with my mum. Uh, But for now, for this one, it's time to say goodbye. And so I'm going to do it now. Here it is. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hold up.